0: Welcome to Going Off Script, the podcast where we chat to performing artists and practitioners, we hear their stories and find out, what's the goss?
1: Welcome to Going Off Script, I'm Alice Canton and this is Matt Ella. Hello. We are here with Julia Croft, welcome. Hi, thank you, nice Uh, to be here. It's so nice to have you. Um, I was like, I haven't seen you since you were away overseas. No, Wellington. You're in Wellington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in Wellington. Um, The glamorous city of Wellington. Yes, for three weeks. ah, Um, uh, We'll start off, Julia, who are you and what do you do? I'm Julia Croft.
2: I am a theatre maker. And uh, at other points in my life, I've been an actor. And I've done a crap ton of work at the basement. And drank a crap ton of wine on the stoop. Oh, the stoop! The stoop. Eh?
0: Let's talk about that crap ton of work. Yeah. What What is the um, the number that that solidifies a crap ton?
2: Of how many basement shows? Yeah. I don't know. I'm somewhere in the ballpark of like fifteen, maybe. I think it would take me a while to count them all. That's a good number? It's yeah,
1: a good it's number. Nice. Um, could you name, name us some of the ones that you've um, done or been involved in? The
2: first basement show I did, which is hilarious because Gabrielle was the um, lighting designer and operator on it. Um, she was Gabrielle Rhodes in those days. It was a Neil Labute play that was all like mini plays set in the front seat of a car. And it was uh Andy Crown was in it, and Simon London and Rachel Foreman and Todd Emerson and me and Peter Rutter were in one. So that was like when they used to the basement was like full of like edgy international oh, work. Yes. Like your yeah. Utes and your mammoths and yeah. your like I don't know Sarah your, Kane. Yeah, and that yeah, yeah. Kind yeah. Of it thing. was there yeah. was a lot of that vibe going on. So that was like in two thousand nine, I think. And I my first show I ever made there um, was The Keepers. That was the first show I ever made out of drama school with uh, Veronica Brady. Um, I did another show that I don't talk about a lot because it was fucking terrible called um, Little Histories of the Life, Life Ordinary, I think. Oh, my God, I can't even remember the name of it. What was that show about? Well, that was the thing. Not well, really a lot. <laughs> it's
0: permanently blocked now. Like,
2: We're just going to edit That was me and Josephine Stewart, a few, and... Sam Bunkle and Alicia Laurie Paul. Um, what I, I produced Barnaby Frederick, did a solo show there called The Irrefutable Truth About Pet Food that I produced. I did The Black there, with Joseph's show The Black. I did If, if There's Not Dancing the Revolution, I'm Not Coming. I did, I've done Power Ballad there. Me and Virginia did um, a mini-season of a three-night performance series of The Plastic Orgasm in its earliest iteration. And there's still white paint in the dressing rooms to remind us of
1: that. I Quite just, a few. That, that is a wealth, a wealth of work. Each work, like, speaking to, like, a whole universe of, of conversations. Yeah. Um, what's you, Do you, like, have a favourite of those works? Like a favourite work? Or is that um, a silly, reduced way of thinking about the work that you make?
2: Uh I mean, a little bit, I feel like the shows uh, I make, I've have, you have a different relationship to them than the ones you were an actor in. And if there's not dancing at the revolution, I'm not coming as like as a very special work and very connected to, I guess, my relationship to the basement. And that was the first show I really made. I'd been overseas for a year. I'd started tattooing on the show. I'd been working as an actor and uh, actor for hire and getting increasingly miserable with that awful life and was sort of on the verge of quitting, ran away to New York and made this show and really thought that I was going to do it for five people a night. I thought it was going to... I did a four-night season instead of a five-night season because I didn't think that I could fill up Tuesday to Saturday. And that show is since I think I'm up to like having done it 80-something times and it was just so that show was made so purely of me just needing to get something out with no expectations of of what it needed to be or where it needed to lead so there was a real purity and kind of innocence to making that work it felt really close to yeah just it felt like it really was a necessary thing in my life and it kind of spurred a whole Chapter of like how my life has gone since when I don't act for other people, I just make my own stuff, and that show was really the beginning of that.
0: What what, what are the main things that um, I guess draw your inspiration for work?
2: Politics and theory are big, I guess, in my practice, and so all the works at this point, you anyway, are coming out of a feminist politic. And I've got a massive crush on academia. I'm not an academic, but I love the language that I can't quite understand. You're like, like sometimes when you talk, Alice, I'm like, I don't, I don't quite understand, but like, goddamn, mm-hmm. please keep talking. <laughs> or say practice again. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So often it's sort of a, a question that is to do with um, feminist politics or gender politics and filtered through... A, Quite long research periods That do tend to sit a lot in academic um, Sources And also Mixed with that I really like cheesy pop culture So it's sort of smashing That against bad pop songs And internet um, References and Shitty American films that I know are Deeply problematic but god damn I love
1: do you, um, you've do, so you've done a few of these works now Where they premiere at the basement mm-hmm. um, Is that going to continue? Is, and mm. why the basement? I really hope it continues
2: That's the, the way life is kind of going Which feels really good to me Is like developing the work here in Auckland at, Often at the basement Not exclusively but mostly And then taking it overseas Touring it um, from there And I guess a lot of the reason it's the basement is actually the people running the basement, particularly um, Gabe. And she's been incredibly supportive of me personally in the last few years. And in a way that she sort of feels really invested in not just show to show, but you as an artist and where you want to go as an artist and really quite holistically supporting that. So that's... The major reason why I want to keep working at the basement Because we've got such a great working relationship She's a dear friend And is just really involved in a way that I need actually I don't think I would have gone on from dancing To keep making the amount of work I make Without her really leaning in and going Okay well this is a thing and what do you want And how can I help And yeah It's a really beautiful relationship that I really treasure
0: it's really awesome that there's like, we've, we've heard that a lot from everyone that there's that there's always that one person or like the staff in general just are able to hold people in a production. Yeah. And like that's just so important to know that you're not going in it alone, and that if if you oh shit I'm taking a step back they got they're there to catch yeah. you and, and help you push you forward. It's, yeah, yeah, totally. It's really cool.
2: So the, um, the next show I'm doing at the beginning of next year is. Um, under the Basement Visions program, so that um, will be hopefully off-site but still part of the Basement label name with the family. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's interesting. I feel like if I compare the Auckland I arrived in, so I moved here nine years ago, and the theatre scene then was such a different beast. Yeah, can you, like, what was it like? Describe it. I. I mean... Obviously, like I'd lulled before, there was, like, the, the kind of work being done was um, imported works from the US or the UK that were kind of edgy, new writing. So there wasn't really a place for people like me that uh, I didn't know it at that point, but end, would end up sitting sort of between disciplines or working, uh, making experimental theatre. That kind of wasn't really part of the basement landscape. I found the mood, and this is also, I guess other people might feel differently because now I'm in it and then I was more outside of it. But I found it way more competitive and way more actor-driven. So a lot of it was like, we're put on our play at the basement in order to invite all the casting directors so they can see how good I am then I'll be on Outrageous Fortune too. So that felt like that was the motivating force. It felt like there was a bit more... It wasn't as friendly. It wasn't as open. People kept their cards quite close to their chest. And I feel like somewhere like three to five years ago it's really shifted to be like, a, I think an incredibly supportive environment of makers and people are really generous with one another and people that, that that sense of competition I think is really close to being gone and there's a lot more people making their own work that, and there's a lot, a lot more of that work is more experimental or playing with form in, in ways that it wasn't ten years ago So, and I think that Gabe and the basement have almost uh, not everything to do with it. There's other factors, I think, but so much of that shift, I think, is down to the basement and the team of people and their vision of what that place could be or how it functions. Mm. And it makes it a pleasure to make work here.
1: How does that compare to, say, New York or you were recently overseas in a residency? Yeah, we went recently.
2: Well, we've been going back to the UK but recently, so which started with taking if there's not dancing to Edinburgh and then taking power Ballet to Edinburgh and then touring there. New York, I don't know, because New York is a bit of a closed shop. I, I'd never I was only there for a year and I certainly didn't. It, that's the scene experimental scene felt very insular to me. I didn't feel any access point into that Um, and actually in the UK I find people are similar to how they are here, I find the experimental scene really supportive and generous and uh, people are really, they've been so generous with me and Lydia and Nisha and uh, opening spaces for us and being our mates and supporting us in ways that sort of go above and beyond. And I think New Zealand's really, Auckland's really in that place as well. I enjoy it a lot, a lot. And also just the same record all the time. I think it's interesting to me that part of that shift has coincided with a lot of the makers becoming kind of more central to the theatre scene around the basement and a lot of them being women. There's something in that. I (laughs) just, just. Plant that thought just, there. We'll just there leave we that. Go.
1: We'll just put a little I bit. I feel out. like the w-
2: women in the scene are really rewriting the culture f- w- together for ourselves, and that's a really exciting thing.
0: What What advice would you give to those women who are who are wanting to take a show to the basement or or somewhere else? What What would you say to them?
2: Oh uh, God, d- just do it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I wanted to make work for a really long time, and was so scared that it sort of transferred into this weird inertia and depression. And I think where I went wrong is I kept waiting to be brave enough to do it. And that I don't think that ever happens. Like, it's always fucking scary. And you actually never... Yeah, it's just always scary. So jump off a cliff. And I think now's a really good time to be jumping off Not cliffs. The cliff. Because there's a lot of people that are doing it alongside you. And there's also a lot of people that want to see each other succeed. And actually, like, help each other out in really practical ways. And I think you can ask people f- for help. W- wise? Wise words?
0: Yeah, the no, wise like, words. <laughs> it's like that that simplicity of, of um, asking for help, I think we often forget that at times, and that, mm. um, that people are struggling to, like, they're struggling in their work and they kind of beat themselves up on it, but it's like, you're surrounded by so many supportive Makers
2: Yeah, mm. If you
0: say help then like It just goes to the next level What other, what other people can bring to the table
1: Yeah 100% mm. Yeah I remember when um, I did orangutan And I remember um, that I needed like an outside eye And um I really wanted to <laughs> – this is such a – this is real geeky, but, like, I really wanted to work with Liam Modem. Um, and he'd helped me on my solo when I'd been at, at, at drama school. And I was, like, really nervous to ask him. And I just – asked him, and I felt really, I was like, kind of apologising, like, I'm really sorry, but I'm um, actually, could you maybe come and watch a showing of my work? And it's like super earnest and cute, and now I think about it. I mean, I actually still feel like that about Leon, because he's remarkable, but that kind of, that fear of like, oh, I, I'm too, I don't, but just fucking ask, yeah. and then you mm. get this, you know, it, and also people can say no, that's totally fine as well, yes. um, but then actually he said yes, and that was so generous of him, and I just, I feel like i always be be indebted to that, yes, you know. Uh, just, just ask the universe. Yeah, well, something. most I think most people want to help. I want to be
2: asked, and I'm happy mm. to, like, give practical. Like, just had a conversation with someone the other day. I gave them a CNZ app to look over, and they're like, "I won't copy anything." I'm like, "Well, you just cut and paste what you want."
0: Yeah, I mean, like, we
2: were not a little bit. I think that's part of that cultural shift of not going. This is my slice of the pie, and there's only room for one of me. But rather going, well, there's resources that, there's no money, but we're, like, knowledge rich or something. And there are resources that you can, that we should be sharing with one another. I'll help you move a seating block if you need. Oh, go on. I'll go and watch
1: you know. your show. Yeah. Look, we'll do a bit of that. We'll do a bit of help. Yeah. Should we, uh, short...
0: Short Shout Funkies. Yeah, Short yeah, Shout
1: Funkies. Oh, it's my a, God, that's great a name. Yeah, Short Shout Funkies. I'm trying to bring funky back.
2: Nisha keeps telling me to not. <laughs> the older I get, I can feel myself turning into someone's uncle mum. Oh, uncle you mum, yeah. Oh, that's, that's a funky shirt, oh, isn't yeah. it?
1: Oh, yeah. oh, she had a spunky haircut, which oh, means yeah. she had a short haircut. It was a spunky haircut. Yeah, that's haircut. a real mum yeah. thing, eh? I I kept, yeah. We went <laughs> in the
2: lighting plot the other other day, I kept going, oh, I really like some really funky lights going on, Calvin. Now she's just looking at me, shaking her head. No, just stop.
0: <laughs> so, short, sharp, funky. Um, okay. Would you rather perform uh, drunk to a sober audience or perform sober to a drunk audience? Sober to a drunk audience. Why is that? Because my f- jokes
2: are funnier after you've <laughs> had a couple of glasses of wine. <laughs> 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 I mean, they are. I feel like every <laughs> theatre show I do is a bit better after. A couple, once. I pull a funny face. You think it's genius?
1: Yeah. Everyone's happy. Would you rather? And this is—I actually was thinking about this last night. Would you rather perform naked to fully clothed people, or fully clothed to naked people?
2: 100% naked to fully clothed people. Okay. This is—I'm doing a show at the moment, not at the basement, sadly. But it's the first show in a long time that I've kept all my clothes on. Oh. I know, my friend Ella came last night and was really like, what happened? Like, not even a boob, <laughs>
1: <laughs> nothing Not even a little nip n- n- no Nothing um, You changed
2: <laughs> We'll see, we'll see be the, the, the next <laughs> show, maybe we need to think about something <laughs> When we made Power ballad, I kept going to Nisha, like Okay, so we are really stuck on the ending And I was like, okay, okay I've got it I'll just, I'll just rip off all my clothes And she said, I don't no, I don't no. think we need nudity in the show. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, you. no, we don't. And the no. next day, I'm like, okay, okay, I've got it. So I just I just get naked. <laughs> it's my soul for every show. Yeah, great. So, yes.
0: so like, that. instead of ripping off your clothes, it's just politely take them off. Yeah. It's basically yeah. gingerly remove my clothes. <laughs> gingerly. I
1: actually did a corporate gig at a nudist camp with Hamish Parkinson and <gasps> well, Eli you know, Matthewson. This is, I think I didn't realize we did we performed with our clothes on, but there were way there were bets as to whether we would perform naked or not. And it was weird, but like it was the most beautiful, chilled audience. There's a there's a nudist camp in Canterbury and it's called like I can't remember like Pine Acres or something. Um, and everyone was everyone was nude. Except for like um like re- the like aprons and like maybe long <laughs> t shirts for like sitting. I think you have to wear a sarong. Oh, you have to carry a sarong with you, so no like, butt, butt crack on seat. Okay. Um, but it was like because you wouldn't want to pick a fight with a naked person. You know, no barbells or anything. And um, it was lovely. Anyway, I just oh got amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, pine
0: pine acres. <laughs> yeah,
1: looking that one up.
0: Would you rather forget an important prop or an important line?
2: Um, an important line. I don't know why, but I don't... Or or a prop, or a a line, not a prop, not a line.
0: (laughs) If the basement was a cocktail or a drink, what would it be?
2: Oh, God, uh, maybe, like, a
1: whiskey sours? Ooh. Yeah, great. If the basement was an animal or a breed of dog, what would it be? It would be, like, uh... Labrador Norwich Terrier mix. <laughs> <That's bizarre. laughs> nice, nice,
0: nice. If The Basement was a genre of music or, or a band, uh, what would it be?
2: Like 90s Riot Girl punk, something like um, Bikini Kill or La Tigra.
1: Oh, the Tigra. Yeah, great. It would be TKO yeah. playing on like right a little now. bit rough and a little bit ballsy mm. and just angry enough. Great. Uh, finally, if you could describe the basement or use three words to, of the basement to someone who didn't know anything about the basement, what would that those three words be?
2: And you warned me this is coming, and I still have nothing. Okay, so someone that knows nothing about the basement. Um, Three words. Um, Festive. Bit rumpty. Oh, God, and you don't want to say that place, the theatre, a community, but it kind of, it is a community. It really, because that's the, the making of it, really, is just that there's the most excellent, wonderful, generous humans in it.
0: So, yes. festive rumpty community. <laughs> Love it.
1: Yeah, they should replace the sign out the front, eh? Hey? With Rumpdy? Rumpdy, great. But, like, in a, in a good way, like, like a punk
0: band.
2: Like Love a it. You don't Love want it. it to get too flash, and imagine if they,
1: you know, really tidied it up. That'd be weird. I know. Or if they, like, you didn't bang your head on those low-hanging bars. You you know, like, you need People, a bit of danger it, in yeah, there, right? Yeah, what even is this? Yeah. Right. And those bits of foam on them that really don't help. They don't, but they're there. Gosh, we've all been there. And we've all knocked our head on them. Oh, look. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, it's sort of every time they clean it up a little bit, I get slightly panicked of going, no, 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 but, but leave it kind of a little bit rough. Yeah.
1: We want a little. We want a little bit of evidence that there's residue from a past life, like a little bit of paint. Or yeah, yeah. A little, a little, little bit, bit of.
2: Um, there's still some uh, stencils on the floor from a show Nisha did like six years ago or something. I like it. It sort of it collects remnants of all the artists that have been there.
1: Well, for those of you that have been listening to Going Off Script, you can catch us on all our social media. We've got Twitter, we've got Facebook, we've got Instagram, where you can listen to us on SoundCloud and in a bunch of other apps that people listen to podcasts. Or you can go to www.basementtheatre.co.nz. You should absolutely check out what is happening there. They have weekly shows, they have monthly shows, and otherwise you can just go and have a drink in the bar.
0: Yes, thank you very much, Julia, for coming in and having a chat. With oh, it's, us. it's such been a pleasure, awesome. And that was the gospel, Julia. See you later.